All right, welcome back, everyone, to Please Fix Thanks. I'm Haley, and I'm joined here by Jade. She's live from New York City. The Big Apple, baby. Yep. And I think we've got some stories to share. There's been one particular story I'm waiting to hear that Jade waited until the podcast to tell me. So I'm going to hear live with everyone else. Well, not live, but you know, you'll get my reaction. You'll see the but reaction. Jade, do you want to tell us how your, yeah, how your trip to New York's been so far? Oh my gosh. I love it here. Like I feel it hasn't been like, it hasn't been super sunny but like I just love it like I just love how like the energy and the vibe and how everyone's just like go 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 all the time it honestly nothing beats it but I have a story for everyone listening this is like my only bad Airbnb story ever so buckle down okay here's how it starts so I'm here with my friend Sammy we planned this trip back in like March, like beginning of March or something, um, like knowing that we were going to be vaccinated. Also, yeah, don't come after me. I am vaccinated. Um, and also New York is like opening full time in July. I don't know what that means. Like they're like, we're going to be open, but I don't know what that means. Like maybe it means like no mask or like they're opening bars until like 4 a.m., but maybe there's like a whole plan for it. But anyways, we're here and on, I'm leaving on Saturday. It's Friday night at 8 p.m. The Airbnb guy texts me off a number that's not even the one like associated with his account. He's like, "Hey, this is like the Airbnb host. Can you confirm that you are seeing this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm like I'm seeing this." Okay, eight thirty rolls around. He's like, "Can you check in on Monday?" And I'm flying in Saturday morning. And I was like, "No, I can't check in on Monday. Like I'm staying the whole entire month. Where am I supposed to stay?" He was like. Can you check in on Sunday then? And I was like, no, I can't check in on Sunday. Like, what do you mean? I paid for Saturday. And so I'm having, like, an argument with this guy that was like, I literally paid for Saturday through the end of the month. What do you mean I can't check in tomorrow? I don't understand. And he was like, okay, if you can't comply, then I'm going to cancel your whole entire reservation. And I was like, okay. Which that basically leaves us, like, accommodation list for a month. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I end up staying with like Sammy's friend who I've literally like never met. I've met her once like way back in the day, but she was like, you can stay with me. And it was so nice. But I like literally met her at the airport. Like it was like not awkward, but I felt like really bad. Um, And (sighs) Sunday night rolls around. She's like, I have to work tomorrow. (laughs) I'm like, understandable. And it's, 2.45 2.45 and the check-in time said three. So I text him and I'm like, what are, you know, like, what are the, how do I check in? Like, what are the steps to check in? The are instructions. Are you there? Yeah. Are there keys? Yeah. What are the instructions? And no text back. No text back. It's like 3.30. He's like, I'll meet you there at five. And I was like, five? I was like, you, I was like, it says the check-in time is three. What do you mean five? And he goes, He's like, sorry, I can only be there at five. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I was like, I was like, are you gonna call me to like give me the instructions? Because he still didn't give me the instructions. So then I was like, hey, also, is it clean? Because it sounds like you're really pushing these people who are currently at your place out. 
So is it clean? Ignores it. Okay, at this point, yeah. it is now 5.30, almost heading into 6. And he is like, he's like, sorry, I need another like two hours. And I'm like, for what? Like, for what do you need like oh this God. for? And in the meantime, I like can't get a hold of him. And like, I call Airbnb and they're trying to get a hold of him. And they're like, he has 10 or like 12 phone numbers. Like they can't get a hold of him. They're like, he has so many phone numbers that like, we don't know which one's working. <laughs> um. So it's basically like me trying to call him, Airbnb trying to call him, me and Airbnb are talking and like, it's just a nightmare. Um, and then eventually he calls me at like oh seven or actually I'm sorry, seven thirty or something calls me and he's like, can you check in on Wednesday? And I was like, check in on Wednesday. I was like, oh what do you God. mean check in on Wednesday? I was like, I can't check in on Wednesday. I was like, no. And at this point the guy seems so sketch anyways that like, <gasps> I don't even want to stay there. So Sammy and I are like frantically trying to figure out a place to stay. Um, and like there are strict rules in New York around Airbnb. So there's not like a ton to begin with. So we find this one and it's not ideal. Like mm. there's one bed and we needed like somewhere that we could comfortably work for a really long time because we're here for a month. So we yeah. sent in the request to reserve it. And then we're like, hey, let's just look at other options. And then we just like did the math basically a hotel would just be cheaper and eventually as we're about to cancel this request for this new airbnb she accepts it which then immediately charges my card and so i'm still working on getting like a refund from the other airbnb while i'm getting charged this other one and then i already just booked this hotel so i have to like call airbnb and be like wait this was a mistake that i like oh don't God. charge me so it was like honestly a nightmare and it took me a whole entire like day and a half to figure out so that's my story. That's my nightmare. Long story short, I destroyed him in the Airbnb review. I'll even link the review in the oh, podcast good. notes for you all to, to go and read my review. Oh, my God. Please. Well, they should, like – I'm surprised they can't just kick him off. I know. Because, like, no, thank they, God you kind of had, like, a friend to stay with and, like – Oh my gosh. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm like, I would be like, I'm confused because Airbnb like can't do anything. I'm like, what if I was in a country that I didn't have as flexible accommodations that, like in the US? Like, what if I was yeah. internationally and like, I would have been lost. Or if I didn't have, yeah, you know, cellular service to figure it out. I don't know. It seemed all bizarre to me because oh I've never God. had a bad Airbnb experience before. Until this. And I was like, you can't buy me a hotel. And yeah. they're like, no. And I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do then? And they're like, we can give you a refund. And I was like, that doesn't help. <laughs> but Oh, my God. I know. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I just cannot believe it. Well, at least what part of New York are you staying in now? Where is your hotel? Um, we're at the Stewart Hotel in like midtown kind of bordering Chelsea it's very nice it's like right next to Madison Madison Square Garden yeah it's pretty loud oh my god loud area (laughs) (laughs) I know I mean New York's so loud in general but oh my gosh well I'm glad you figured out your accommodation that still just like blows my mind that that happened and Airbnb can't do more I was just, like, so shocked. At first, he was like, can you check in Monday? No, let me read you an excerpt from this because you're going to actually – this – I cannot – Did you have the address of the place? 
yeah, he was like, do you want to meet me there? And I was like, I'm not going to go there. Like, I feel like you're going to kill me if I go. Um, Because he was like, you can meet me there. And I was like, no, thank you. Um, But when he asked I was about to say, like, if you – I would, like, totally – like, because did you have – if you had the address and he kept being like, can you just wait a couple hours, I'd be so tempted just to say if you had people with you, like, show up and genuinely just, like, be like, what is – like, see what's actually going on. Is he just, like, having tons of people there? Yeah. Did he throw a party? Like, did he – I just, like, don't – I don't get it. And let me read you this. Okay. So he goes, can you check in on Wednesday? I go, no, sir. You said Sunday. Today is Sunday. And he goes, I could not check the guests out, the current guests out, and they were not able to leave yet. And I was like, what do you mean they're not able to leave yet? He goes, I have to cancel this reservation. And I go, I'm very confused. He goes, I tried my best and I'm working on it all day. And I said, working on what? He goes, to check the guests out of the apartment. I was like, okay, our reservation was supposed to be on Saturday, though. It's now Sunday. He goes, but they refused to check out. I was like, what do you mean they refused to check out? He goes, <laughs> I will have to force them out by Tuesday. They are senior citizens, and they have to move out of the apartment. And I was like, can you please call me? I'm very lost. <laughs> and then he goes, wish you the best in life. So. <laughs> I, this, I feel like this is like a scam. It has to For be. For sure. I had like, um, I've had like one bad Airbnb experience where we were looking for one, like my family was looking for one in Amsterdam and I think we like sent in a request and they immediately like sent back a message. And so I know with Airbnb, they don't want you communicating off the platform, like when Mm -hmm. you're like figuring out the reservation and they sent a message that was like, And so I think what Airbnb does is they, like, flag if they see, like, Gmail in a message or if they see other of those keywords that makes it, like, they they can tell the person is, like, sending a message being, like, email me here. So it was, like, this really weird message back on the Airbnb website. And it was, like, this is my, like, email, but it was, like, a three for an E and, like, an eight for a G. (laughs) So that like it like you could read that it said email and Gmail, but that it didn't get like flagged. And then they were like, we're going to need like photos of everyone's passwords. (laughs) And like, you'll have to wire us the money at this account. (laughs) And so if my poor mom had never used Airbnb before, so I think she was just like kind of confused, but like she did it was like, I guess this (laughs) she was like, she didn't seem overly concerned. And then we looked at and we're like, no, like this is fake. And then I think she was like, oh. She's like, oh, no. Is so, it? And you're like, mother, sweet mother dearest. Yeah. Yeah. It was also just, like, way too good of, like, a deal to be true. Yeah. That's Which always fair. happens. It does. But, yeah. yeah. So, listeners, if you're listening and you hear, like, a bunch of background noise, it's because the, wi- the Wi-Fi in the hotel is also so bad. So, I'm literally sitting in the lobby recording this podcast. Like, I look like a psycho because I had, like, the mic. <laughs> my whole entire setup in the lobby of this hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you know. It's okay. Can't win them all. Lose most, but win some. It's okay. Yep, yep. Well, I guess we can move on to our topic of today's episode, which is TikTok. Everyone's favorite current app. I feel like there's pretty like polarizing opinions on TikTok. Either you like love it, you've downloaded it, 
and you like have your favorite people or you're like oh tiktok like i would never like i have so many friends who just like don't get it they haven't downloaded it they're like that's just like you know they just don't like it but i think it's like a pretty good just don't but yeah what were you gonna say this i like hate the resistance to people who aren't gonna download it because i'm like you're missing out on so much pop culture like I know. You're missing out on a lot of, like, it's, like, the people who, like, refuse to get Vine and then only watch the Vine compilations on YouTube. It's, like, those types of people. Mm-hmm. Like, you're missing out on the good content. Yeah. You're you're really just playing yourself if you, like, don't download it. But I think it's, it's, it's a good business as well. Like, I think looking at it, if you want to say from, like, a digital media perspective, like, it's very, very interesting. I think – TikTok itself as the business and then also just thinking about like all of the creators on the app which is what I guess like I guess everyone's technically a TikTok creator but the ones who are like designated as a creator are usually um, the ones who are like in the creator fund they have a lot of followers and they're like monetized on the platform and just how people have been able to like make it their career how they've grown their business on there advertising marketing we'll get into all of that on TikTok so um I guess we can just start with like TikTok as a business (laughs) business TikTok as a business itself so I think like when I talk when I talk to friends about it and I try to explain like why from a business perspective it's so interesting I think the best way to sum it up is it's short form content so it's 60 seconds or less but I think honestly most videos are like 30 seconds or less maybe like 45 um but it's definitely like shorter than that so it's super short form content which I feel like people like because of our low like attention spans um like it's just easier to watch I feel like it's kind of honestly I prefer it like I was thinking about it in comparison to YouTube Mm -hmm. A lot of the same content that you see on YouTube, you can also see on TikTok. But instead of making like an eight to 10 plus minute video about it, it's on there in like 45 seconds to a minute, which just makes it really easy to watch and like scroll. And I think that's what makes it so addicting um, to scroll through. And also it's vertical video. So it's designed to be viewed on an iPhone, which I feel like when I think, I think this is something that's interesting about it because you know, like YouTube, it's, you know, it's all like that traditional horizontal format Mm -hmm. where you have to turn your phone to look, which isn't necessarily bad. And like prior to this, I know my dad would always yell at me if I ever took vertical videos because everyone's like, no, it's not like normal TVs, normal computers. Basically all other media is designed, I would say, to be consumed on there. And like TikTok is completely designed to have it like fill up your vertical phone screen yeah which is why I think it's a little bit interesting it definitely is I think because too like if you think about like content creation as as a content creator I feel like you got to pick now how you create your content like when you when you travel like if you're a travel content creator like you got to pick if you're in the moment you're you're recording like this or you're recording like this like you don't have the option to do both because like the way that it fits on the screen now is like very optimized and how people consume videos it's like TikTok's moving into this like wave of education almost where it's like people go in there to learn things they go in there to like find things as a resource and so I think it's mm-hmm. a great 
great platform from both a business perspective as well as just, I don't know, social media as a whole. I think the reason I like it is because it's very much so uncensored content, right? Like not uncensored in the, in the sense that you have like explicit things yeah. going on. It's more of like people, I feel that on Instagram are really careful what they post in terms of their content. They're like, it must be perfect. It has to be edited correctly. It has to fit the aesthetic. Where on TikTok, you come across things and you're like, I don't know who this is, but they make good stuff, you know? And so it's less about your like following because no one, I feel like no one really cares, right? It's like not about your following. It's more genuinely about the content. Like I have a lot of creators that I follow. Yeah, who I don't exactly. even know their usernames. I just know their face and I know what they do. And I'm like, they're funny. And I like that. Yeah. Which is kind of like a new wave of social yeah, media. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely, I would say, like, much more raw. Like, we'll talk about some specific creators later that have, like, really grown. Um, But Victoria Paris is one who's just, like, grown exponentially on TikTok. And she just, like, props props up her phone and, like, records, like, because some are definitely more edited. People, like, you know, use different effects and they, you know, kind of like a montage of video or photo and they add music. She just, like, pops up the camera, hits record, and just, like, rambles for a minute and then uploads it. It's so So, fun. yeah, it's definitely, like, people are – yeah, I love it, too. And I think also it's fun because, like, some influencers that are really popular on other platforms, I can tell, like, when you go to their TikTok, it's just, like, really funny different content because it's more of them being themselves than, like, you know, kind of this more curated version of themselves that they put on, like, Instagram or YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think overall it's just like really really fun, and the algorithm is incredible. Like that's why I say like you need to download it because then I think it just tracks so well the things that you like and the people you follow. Like there's so much that takes into account like how long you, you know, it'll track how long you actually like stayed on that video as like a percentage of the total time, and so like it, it takes so much into account. And then I think, like, once you've been on it for a while, you get to the point where, like, you can just scroll through your For You page, and it's just, like, so good. Like, you, like, really, when I go on Instagram now, it's hard for me to, like, find content that I think is funny or, like, I relate to on the Explore page. But the TikTok For You page is, like, always so good. It is. It's so funny. I don't know if you listened to the episode with Tayden last week. But he was like, if I had TikTok in prison, he's like, I probably could have carried out my whole entire sentence. (laughs) You honestly probably could. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say as well, too, I think from a creator standpoint, like it's a lot easier to get started on it, too, than like, I guess Instagram, you could, it would be the same. But I think it's, it's so hard to go on Instagram versus TikTok. But you just need an iPhone to get on TikTok versus, like, if you wanted to do, like, YouTube or, like, something else you might need, like, a camera or if you want to do a podcast. Like, you need a lot more equipment. TikTok, you just need your phone. Yeah, the barriers to entry. So it's really easy just to start making TikToks. I think, too, because it's it's more raw, right? Like, to edit YouTube videos, to get, like, the editing correct, the sound, you have to go through, like, copyright like, I was watching this, um, mm-hmm. maybe I wasn't watching, I was reading, actually, it was, I think it was, like, the NBC Snap story, 
that they were talking about how TikTok has like changed the game of monetization, not monetization, I'm so sorry, um, copywriting, how like copywritten music is like, that is a whole, like a whole thing in it of itself, the copywriting aspect of TikTok. Because on YouTube, you have to be very careful Mm -hmm. about the music you use. I, oh yeah. And like, you know, yeah, like in, people find ways around it like obviously there's a lot of those like royalty free music websites but like I'm just gonna be like all that lo-fi music (laughs) that everyone uses that's like royalty free kind of gets old yeah and like I've done it too but like I feel like it's fun actually watching TikToks and you see people doing like vlogs of their day but like just songs that are actually popular and people like so yeah I don't know I think it and honestly if anything I get I guess I get the fact that like it's copyrighted but I think it's like I've learned to find a lot of songs that I wouldn't have because of TikTok. Yes. Like in a way, I think it kind of helps. Honestly, too, though, you know? you know, so you know that heartbreak anniversary so. song. You know what I'm talking about. Um, if I play it for you, I guarantee you I it will trigger you. Like I, I, I'm gonna play it and I'm gonna see your reaction because I think you, you'll know exactly okay. which. I probably do. Um, like which TikTok I'm referring to? Okay, ready. Hold on. Okay, this song, ready? Like, that the TikTok has, like, ruined that song for me because of, like, you know the dance where it's, like, the guys around her and then... I don't know their pronouns, but them, they are in the middle and they're doing that. Like, I learned it, by the way. It's like, it's like uh-huh. my project. No, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's ruined some songs for me, too. Um, like, I mean, and yeah, but yeah, I think it's just fun. Like, the music for sure. So, but I guess we can also now talk about how TikTok has enabled other people to grow like their business or their like influencer status. So, I mean, I guess we can talk about the obvious, which would be like Addison Rae, Charlie D'Amelio, who are these like, well, okay. So I think Charlie was 15 or 16. Addison was in college. So she was a bit older, but like they, I guess they'll probably just be doing this for the rest of their lives now. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, they have enough, like I feel like they have enough of a platform that they'll never need to work again but like Charlie D'Amelio makes I think as much as like a lawyer and then Addison Ray makes as much as like a doctor and then Dixie's like not far behind but like I, I it's weird not weird but it's interesting to see how they have grown in comparison to how Vine like the Vine stars have grown right like on Vine a lot of those people were like Shawn Mendes Liza Koshy, David Dobrik started out on there. Like, actually, I don't mm-hmm. know if he started on there, but like those two are the ones that I used to follow. Um, even like Cody Ko um, are now really big in the entertainment space. Yeah, Cody Ko is one. Yeah, and so it's interesting to yeah. see that because they obviously they they made it huge via Vine, but now I think a lot of people saw that growth from vine and now are trying to do the same on tiktok but it's a lot easier on tiktok because the algorithm sets you up well but it's also more difficult to navigate because you really have Mm -hmm. to niche yourself as a creator 
in order to be successful. But if you are successful, yeah. you're able to really monetize and like make a lot of money from it, which is really interesting in and of itself. Yeah. And I was going to say too, I think like also, because I think Charlie and Addison, I know Charlie started in fall of 2019. So I do think even now, like it would, I don't know if, if she came on the platform now and is doing what she was doing. She would like grow this much. I think she was able to get on when it was like a little bit earlier. Cause from what I understand too, I haven't actually looked into this. I know TikTok, I think was like rebranded from mm-hmm. Musical.ly. Do you know that old yeah. app? So I think like they kind of rebranded or mm-hmm. someone bought someone. I don't know. So it used to kind of be, I think mostly music and these weird like dances and like lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, Charlie and Addison have like, and now they've, you know, Addison has her song and she has her like makeup brand and they've just done like tons of sponsorships. It's crazy. But besides them, I mean, there's like also, you know, people who I'd say they have like, you know, because Charlie has like 110 million followers, which is just crazy. But there's people who have like a million or less and I think still have like made a huge career out of it. So I know like I was seeing that Victoria Paris girl, I think she has almost a million. Um, there's another one called, her name's Christina and she goes by It's Me Tinks. She's really funny. I like her a lot. She's actually like, I don't want to call her an older TikToker, even though she like jokes, it's part of her brand, but she's Mm -hmm. like 30 and she now does it like full time. But I think she's a really good example of like, she definitely, because I've listened to some podcasts with her, she like was very intentional about wanting to make it her career once she saw it was taking off a bit and she had a background in like journalism. So she was already kind of like doing like memes and jokes for other companies. And then she kind of just like, has more of like a comedic approach to TikTok, but she's like you know has her complete career on there now. I know Coffee Bay ninety seven was like huge last year, and I know she's coming out with like a coffee line or brand. Oh my god! Um. So yeah, I mean it's just crazy. Like, I think there's a lot of creators, but. I've just seen a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, like TikTok's now my full-time job. Or even like some people who have a full-time job, but they're like, I make the same amount that I make at my corporate job on TikTok. And they just like post for fun. So, I mean, I know. It's crazy, but. The thing is like. Yeah. So. It's it's crazy though, because it's like, you have (laughs) to be able to make good content or TikTok just doesn't push it. You know what I mean? Like, it used to be able to, like, it's yeah. getting more refined now, too. So it's, like, you have a lot more opportunities. But even as a business owner, you get a lot more exposure on TikTok than you do on Instagram, right? Like, for anyone to see your content on Instagram, they have to be following mm-hmm. you. So before, your business strategy was trying to get followers. And at one point, you're kind of just following everyone you kind of can, following your competitors' followers or finding a different way to get those followers to push your content. But on TikTok, you don't even have to be following it, which I think is the beauty of it all and, like, the way that their algorithm works. Um, But a lot of businesses have been able to explode, especially through quarantine, because that's when TikTok really blew up. Like, a lot of their businesses were able to flourish Mm -hmm. during that time, which is... Yeah. So even if... Yeah, I think that's a great tip. Like, even if 
it's not like your full-time job I think you can always utilize it to like promote something else or promote your other social media if you're into that um but yeah I think like TikTok it's designed to find new people and actually I have like a creator account I'm not like viral by any means I literally have like 20 something followers but I just changed it to like creator so you can see the analytics which is interesting and on like all of my TikToks when I go to it I think 85% of my views are from the for you page like you can track if people came to you from the for you page or following so I think it's interesting that even with like so few followers I still get like pushed onto like some people's for you pages yeah so but yeah I mean I think there's so much it's definitely harder to grow now and I think I mean there's so many people who make videos that I think are interesting about like if you want to grow your TikTok like how to do it and but yeah, um, I don't know. But I was going to say, too, we can talk about the Charlie and Duncan deal because I think that's like one of the most insane partnerships that has come out of TikTok mm-hmm. um, for no one who knows. So Charlie, like Duncan came out with the Charlie drink last fall, I think. And it was basically like Charlie's order from Duncan. It was nothing new, which I think is like the beauty of it in a way like they didn't really have to do any work other than like advertising Mm -hmm. and just changing some name on their menus um or changing the name of the drink on their menus because it's just like a cold brew with like milk and caramel which they already could make um but they had then like charlie partnered with them she promoted it and i think she posted like 10 plus tiktoks that was like a direct ad for the drink and then she had like a contest with them and she's just releasing releasing merch now as well but I was just like looking online because I was curious like how much did she actually make from this and like how successful was it but they online it states that she probably makes 50k per post 50k um on TikTok and so she's made yeah so she's she's posted 10 ads on TikTok for Dunkin Donuts and she's like has a Dunkin Donuts cup and like 30 at least other TikToks so she's already making at least like half a million I would say from just the ad portion um but apparently the day that they like announced the Charlie and had it available in stores their sales increased by 20 percent and their app downloads increased by 60 percent at Dunkin Donuts and they sold like hundreds of thousands of um Charlie drinks in like the few days after that and ever since they have like the Charlie cold foam now they have like all this stuff and I was trying so hard to figure out like how much did she actually make off this deal because obviously it's not public um but I found that Travis Scott so he got he did a collab with McDonald's a while ago which was something similar where I think it was just like his order and they called it like the Travis Scott meal and he made 20 million from that total 5 million from the like sponsorship like food portion alone and then 15 million from the merch and Travis Scott stands don't come for me because I love Travis Scott too but um I was comparing it and like she may or she has double the followers I think he does on Mm -hmm. like Instagram he has like 40 million she has like 80 million so I'm like if she you know and obviously he's like more famous you know I guess because of his like music I don't know we don't have to debate who's more famous but like 
there's a good chance she's making making multiple million from this, which is insane. That's so because she's only she's so young. I don't know. Too. I just, like, just imagine all you have to do for fifty k is just a dance. That's it. Just a single dance, and you get fifty k. Meanwhile, I'm just like busting my ass trying to like make it through these streets. I'm just kidding, but it's it's insane. Like I the. Mean, the amount of money her and Addison Rae just like make alone per post is mind-boggling. Yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's just crazy. Um, hopefully, like I wonder if we're gonna see some sort of like similar trajectory with them as like the whole. I've been watching all these YouTube videos recently on the like. Disney child star like pipe or I watched Allison Stoner this is a video on YouTube it's called like the pipeline to I don't know so she was basically just talking about like why so many child actors or like kids who become really mm-hmm. famous in their teens like ultimately end up in really bad places whether it's like drugs alcohol jail like kind of what happens in the yeah. industry that causes that and I really hope don't hope so but I'm like curious if we're going to start to see that with like TikTok and influencers who become popular as like teenagers and just have like millions. Yeah. I mean like Gen Z is already changing a lot of things going on. Like I think this is like the biggest example of Gen Z changing not only pop culture, but social media, but then you have Gen Z influencing a lot of other things as well. The economy, like the stocks that Gen Z cares about are doing significantly better than traditional stocks. Like Snapchat is doing extremely well. Like there's like the buzz index, which is like outperformed the S and P, but like, don't quote me on this. Last time I looked, it was like 60%. The buzz index is the Dave Portnoy index, by the way, if you didn't know. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, an index basically is like a collection of like equities or stocks. Um, combined they can be based on like different things they can be based on like how they similarly like make revenue there's like indices to track how the market is doing but it's like a collection of stocks and this one is called the buzz index it was made by Dave Portnoy and it's doing really well it like basically captures all the all the young the gen z stocks if you will that's not that's not the proper definition but basically what it captures yeah yeah I mean yeah pretty interesting that's why I feel like boomers can be so against like oh my god like TikTok like I honestly the first time I even heard of TikTok must have been like one and a half it was oh it's my dog it was like Christmas of 2019 and I had a lot of really young cousins that were on TikTok they were like in this was like our family party and all my really young cousins were in a room together and they were like making TikToks together. And everyone was like, oh, they're just in there making TikToks, like blah, blah, blah. And, you know, everyone was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, mm-hmm. what a kid's thing to do. But now I feel like, you know, you can ignore TikTok if you want, but like you are then, I think, missing out either if it's for like personal benefit, personal, you know, it's, it's funny or, like, if you have any sort of business, it's so easy to, like, you know, at least get kind of free publicity for your business. Like, rather than, like, paying for advertising or marketing, 
like really I, I just think there's so many uses for it and there's probably a way that it can yeah work I agree you. I agree. I think it's like almost like you're neglecting yourself if you don't try to use the platform to the best of your ability. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're sabotaging like your really, life. You you're, are you're like you're not to be harsh, but you're really dumb. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? The TikTok drama that I'm about right now yeah. is the girl that's like the person who sent you this wants you to know. He's like, yo, we got to get the game back together. You know what I mean? <laughs> you said that. It is literally, like, my favorite thing right um, now because it's, like, Doja Cat even did it. It's so funny. Like, okay, so to give everyone background context who isn't on TikTok, basically there's this one girl, um, and she bas- she says, she's like, the person who sent you this wants you to know. And then it's her boyfriend. He's like, yeah, we got to get the gang back together. And then she goes, I don't, printer, copy, no translate, paste, no, no printer. Like, it makes no sense. And basically this one guy, Samuel Adrian, he do at it or he duped it and kind of like recreated the fact that like what she says at the end makes no sense. He's like, tree, no branch. Tan, no spray, weave, no head. And she was pissed. She like reported his account. She basically did everything in her power to make his account go away and then banned his TikTok account. And then they went on Instagram Live and she's like, You are bullying me. You are bullying me. But he like never said anything about her, like her as a human. It was more of like, what she said so basically it became a trend on tiktok for everyone to do the same thing where it's like that kind of logic where it doesn't make any sense it's like tires no car windows no house <laughs> it's so fun like doja cat even i say the humor on tiktok is just the like content unmatched. Unmatched. like it's the like the humor that i feel like i can really get like, we'll say with. yeah no, there's so much TikTok drama. Like, there's all the people. I was going to say, like, yeah. I will say, I like the little content creator TikTok drama. Like, I hate the fact that a lot of good Netflix shows are booted off the platform to make room for the Hype House show. Like, I hate that. I hate that so much. Oh, I, yeah, I, like, I'm really not, like, not to hate, like, I don't, and also, like, none of the creators on there I like really like I feel like it kind of was a weird mix like this sounds really bad but I feel like it was maybe clear that like they didn't really because I if I'm not even I know some of them were in the original hype house but I feel like it was also like Addison and Charlie and little Huggy and like I don't even know who they are and so I'm guessing they just like weren't able to get them for the show yeah so I think they kind of should have like they were too committed to like wanting to create a TikTok show that they got like I know Sienna May is like really popular, but I know like yeah. Nikita Dragon's like really problematic, and then the other ones just like I'm like what have you popular. done? At least like I mean in terms of like yeah. enough for a show, yeah. Like I think if they had Addison, Charlie, Lil Huddy, like you know the Sway House Boys, oh. like oh. you know kind of that whole network. Like why? <laughs> Honestly, if it, it was Sway House Boys, I'd probably still watch it. Who's in that? Like Noah Beck. Yeah. 
He so, literally got famous for being good looking. What talent do you does he have? I um, hate them all. I can't. Bryce I'm Hall. sorry. Like that's like the one part of TikTok that I absolutely despise. Like, like I don't know what's Blake going Griffin. on. All I know is I just don't like it, and I like don't care about it, and I hate that. They do like the little dolphin dance, and like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's like honestly the same thing as like the Mad Con boys, if you remember them. Oh, on like, Vine. Um. I don't even remember any of their names, but I'm pretty sure they just all got famous yeah, online for like the that same would make thing. Sense, yeah, yeah. Oh, I cannot. I think that's like the so, one more TikTok that that my friends are most resistant to, and I guess I'm moving into like that old person category. But I'm trying to stay young. I consider myself Gen Z, but <laughs> they're like, I don't want to go on and see a bunch of 13 year olds dancing. I'm like, no, that's not it. There's other good content on there, but like, it's hard when you see things like that on Netflix, and they're like, yeah. You know, they're like making a whole entire – it's going to be bad, though, too. And I just know it's going to be bad. It's going to be, like, irresistible TV bad. And I think it's really going to also, like, it – oh, this is such a, like, this is a very strong statement, but I stand by it. I feel like it's going to kind of give – for the people who already don't like TikTok, I think if they're going to go in and they kind of see the, like – see that show it's going to give off the wrong impression of tiktok too like they should have just not done a documentary about like all the different sides yeah, and niches to tiktok and like you know kind of a more because i think like trust me there is everything yeah. on tiktok like you can google like search hashtag anything you will find like i i'm on i got a lot of like therapy tiktok and like psychology tiktok about like, oh are you God, in a healthy like, relationship? Really, like, steps get on from and I'm emotional like, healing. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, great. It's like for you, Paige. <laughs> but there's like, trust me, there is like business, stocks, finance, fitness, you know, food, like everything, everything. Even if you just want to watch like cute dog or baby videos, like there's genuinely anything. Like it's a shame. It's a yeah. shame if you're missing out. So, I love it. Yeah, it's a shame. Please, we should send this to TikTok and be like, please, please hmm. download it. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Well, I guess that's. I guess that's all for today's episode. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to leave us five stars and subscribe. We post a new podcast every week. You can also yeah, follow sorry, us on we've been MIA at by the way, Rojade. everyone. Oh yeah, I, t- I. T- yeah, sorry. I totally should have gone over that in the beginning. I've had just like a struggle bus of a week. Um, I basically had surgery earlier this week because I've been having stomach problems. Although I did see a TikTok today and they were like really cool. If you think about it, a lot of the cool people that you know have stomach problems. <laughs> or was some funny quote about like um, hot girls always have stomach problems. You're like, I was like okay, yes. I texted Haley and I was like, hey, are we doing so podcast this week? And she's like, hey, I actually got surgery today. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> got it okay next time yeah so it was really my fault don't yeah but we're gonna be on a much better schedule so anyways but yeah don't forget to follow us on tiktok what's your tiktok oh okay perfect yeah two o's two e's and then i'm at financially blonde changing up this week so um and then also subscribe to our 
yeah, changing it up. Um, subscribe to our Instagrams too, at wojtos 2 es and at Haley Kennedy. Well, we hope you have a great week. Stay everyone, bullish. And we'll see you next week.